Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 317, the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. The readings this weekend remind us that God is faithful to us and that we should not let challenges stop us from trusting in God's care and protection. In the first reading, the people wisely chose to continue to trust in their God rather than chase after false idols. They remember the care and protection that God gave them in the past and they continue to trust in God for the future. The psalm also reminds us that we should continue to sing of God's praises and to remember and give thanks for God's gifts. God has made a covenant with us like a husband and a wife make a covenant with each other in marriage. It's one of equality and looking out for the needs of the other because they are truly a part of one another. In the Gospel, Jesus challenges the people with his revolutionary teaching on the Eucharist. Some of his followers are horrified by it and turn away refusing to follow him anymore. The apostles, though, refuse to stop following him because they rightly say, where else could we go? You have the words of everlasting life. It's so important, especially in times of difficulty and challenge and change, that we continue to remember the graces that God has given us, to give thanks and keep trusting in God's wisdom and guidance. For Jesus does indeed have the answers, even though he leads us through new and often challenging territory. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Turn your ear, O Lord, and answer me. Save the servant who trusts in you, my God. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Good day, everyone, and welcome as we gather to ponder with reverence God's word and sacrament. As we prepare to celebrate the great sacramental feast of God's love, let's pause, recall our sins, and trust in God's infinite mercy. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God.
Let us pray that we will be one in mind and heart. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise, that amid the uncertainties of this world, our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, If you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along all the way that we went, and among all the peoples through whom we passed. Therefore, we also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. The Word of the Lord Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise always on my lips. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast, the humble shall hear and be glad. The Lord turns his face against the wicked to destroy their remembrance from the earth. The Lord turns his eyes to the just, and his ears to their appeal. They call, and the Lord hears, and rescues them in all their distress. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Those whose spirit is crushed, he will save. Many are the trials of the upright, but the Lord will come to rescue them. He will keep guard over all their bones. Not one of their bones shall be broken. Evil brings death to the wicked, those who hate the good are doomed. The Lord ransoms the souls of his servants, those who hide in him shall not be condemned. Taste and see the goodness of the Lord. 
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, be subject to your husbands as you are to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife just as Christ is the head of the church, the body of which he is the Saviour. Just as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives ought to be in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church, and gave himself up for her, in order to make her holy, by cleansing her with the washing of water by the word, so as to present the church to himself in splendour, without a spot or wrinkle, or anything of the kind. Yes, so that she may be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as they do their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hates his own body, but he nourishes and tenderly cares for it, just as Christ does for the church, because we are members of his body. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a great mystery, and I am applying it to Christ and the Church. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Your words, Lord, are spirit and life. You have the words of everlasting life. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the people, Very truly I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man 
and drink his blood, you have no life in you. When many of his disciples heard this, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted them by my Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord In the first reading, the people are faced with a decisive question. Will we keep following the Lord, or will we go after other priorities and values, chase after false gods? The response of the people is very good, and it's very telling. We have no intention of deserting the Lord our God, because God brought us and our ancestors out of the land of Egypt, the house of slavery, and God worked great wonders before our eyes and preserved us along the way. This is yet another example of the people remembering. The people are calling to mind in a very clear way the blessings and graces of the past. If we don't keep remembering the gifts of the past, we will almost certainly fall by the wayside. We must keep thanking God and remembering the countless blessings and graces that God has already given us along our life's journey. Then we too can say to the Lord, we have no intention of deserting you. And this leads us to the psalm as it says, Bless the Lord at all times, his praise always on my lips. The second reading is meant to be understood as acknowledging the equality and dignity of a man and a woman and encouraging people to put each other first, the way one would treat one's own very self and one's own needs. It seems to me that when this is practiced, the needs of both are respected as if they were one's own needs a recipe for a very respectful and loving marriage. The gospel affirms Jesus as the source of all inspiration and all grace. In the midst of very challenging new concepts and ideas that really challenge the would-be disciple, there's this simple reply. Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe. We know that you are the Holy One of God. This foundational belief in Jesus being our source of eternal life and of truth allows us to keep trusting, keep believing and keep going deeper into our heart and soul so that we will truly follow Jesus, even in times of challenge, especially in times of challenge. It's easy to be a disciple and follower of God when things are going right and everything's good, but it's much more challenging when the path is very, very rough. In this life, we must constantly be alert to keep our faith alive. And this requires a daily decision to abide deeply in God's word, to let God's word form us 
and fill us up and to allow the word to convert everything that's not consistent with the Lord's values. This means daily prayer, daily spiritual reading, reflection on the scriptures, and an openness to the formation and challenges of our Lord's word of eternal life. Words which challenge and impel us ever more forward and often take us well out of our comfort zones. Naturally, there are many good things about the society and world we live in, but there are some strong values and philosophies that are so dominant and so powerful in our society that if we were to accept them, it could make our lives really miserable. Some values in our world are not consistent with the gospel and can send us down a path of futility. For example, the way the secular world assesses the value of the person. The world is stuck only in the flesh, puts too much importance on appearances. It doesn't understand the differences between doing and being. It does not take much to see that if you scratch the surface of modern society, there are some very worrying values in our society that are quite inconsistent with Christ's message. For example, there's a concerning attitude where a person might say, my value is in my job. Now, our jobs are important, but to say my value is so much caught up in my job that without my job, I am nothing. That's not consistent with Jesus' message or actions. Also, if I were to say my true value is in my abilities to be able to do certain things. So if I can't do those things anymore, I am worthless. That's also misleading. That's not of Christ. Christ has given each of us intrinsic value within ourselves. We are valuable. We are precious. We are sacred in and of ourselves, irrespective of what we do or what we're able to do or what job we have or where we stand in society. We are precious and valuable in ourselves as children of God. So when people say, my value is in what I own, Or, I'm valuable because of where I stand on the ladder of society. What happens if I lose my possessions or lose my reputation or social standing? Am I of no value at all? The world may say that. People may say that. Christ does not. Jesus shows us clearly where our true value lies. Our value is in being eternally beloved sons and daughters of a loving God. But Jesus' words are too hard for many people, and they stop following him, which is really tragic, because although Christ's worldview is challenging and new and requires a real change of heart and mind, it is freeing and very helpful, especially when so many things we depend on fail us or cease to be possible. Christ's values never end. Jesus, thank goodness, doesn't water down his teachings or his message when people are finding it a bit hard to accept. In fact, he steps up the strength of his message even more. He will not back down. And thankfully, he turns to his disciples and says, are you going to leave too? And St. Peter, inspired by the Holy Spirit, replies bravely and truthfully, where else could we go? There's nowhere else to go. You have the words of everlasting life. You have the truth. Why would we turn away from the truth, no matter how challenging it is? Lord, help us to keep following your ways, even when it's most challenging. And help us to reject anything that is a contrary value to you. May your life transform our hearts. 
and may your gospel transform our lives. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Simon Peter asked, Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life. It is with that faith that we acknowledge God's greatness and come to him in prayer. For the leader of our church, Pope Francis, and our bishop, Mark, that they may be true mirrors of God's love, inspiring others to do good. Lord, hear us. For those who represent us in public office, that their ideals may be inspired by the teachings of Jesus. Lord, hear us. For unbelievers, that they may be touched by God's word and the witness of Christians. Lord, hear us. For married couples, that they may respect each other and grow together in the love of Christ. Lord, hear us. For those who have died, that God will give them peace, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God, all-powerful, the words that you speak to us are spirit and life. We ask you to hear the prayers we offer through your greatest word, Jesus, your Son, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O Lord, who gained for yourself a people by adoption through the one sacrifice offered once for all, Bestow graciously on us, we pray, the gifts of unity and peace in your church. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
the mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon The earth is replete with the fruits of your work, O Lord. You bring forth bread from the earth and wine to cheer the heart. And now a prayer for spiritual communion in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Complete within us, O Lord, we pray, the healing work of your mercy, and graciously perfect and sustain us, so that in all things we may please you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone. I'm very grateful that you are able to join us at this special time of prayer and reflection. I hope you have a wonderful week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal 3rd Edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love, Theme Hymn, in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today 